Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome into the Marvel Stuff Podcast. Where like we do every single week, we break down college football, we break down the NFL, uh, pretty much all things sports uh, is what we do here on the Marvel Stuff Podcast. Mm-hmm. That's not Got the it. wrong wrong pod there. We yeah. do everything about DC. And DC Gotham that would City. that would be my other my other pod. But like, what do we this do on one, this podcast then? This is the one where we talk about like this is the popular one that people actually listen to. That's the oh thing. the Marvel Stuff Podcast hey, where we talk about Marvel is. stuff. I'm Coach and with me as always. Josh Kennedy from Facebook. Josh Kennedy from Facebook. He's super great. Yeah, thank you guys so much for joining us. This will be a fun, uh, a fun week coming up because we know we got D23 coming. We know we got She-Hulk. We got some fun stuff to look forward to. But we got a little She-Hulk to talk about this week. And uh, I was excited. It's a good episode. Just so you guys know what's going on next week, we are going to do two separate episodes. So we'll review She-Hulk as its own episode like we do every week. Mm. And then we'll have a different episode. That's going to be all about breaking down what happened in D23. We're going to wait till it's all done, mostly because I have a bachelor party weekend. Uh, yeah, I'm there too. Don't worry. <laughs> I wish you were there the whole time. That'd be, but we might not make yeah. it back if that was the case. But uh, Hell or High Water will be here to do two different episodes. We'll drop them both on Sunday. Uh, well, Monday. Uh, we'll record them on Sunday most likely. And uh, we'll get them out to you guys. So just look forward to both of them. And uh, that's that. And there's not really any Marvel news we want to hit on now. Because it's all about to come out. There's I mean, a couple things we know for sure, right? Got two more things off the top if you want to mention them. Not Marvel-related, but your uh, Sports Stuff podcast is coming up. Dropping yeah. a first episode here. I've heard rumors from the editor. Yeah, Sports <laughs> Stuff podcast. Uh, it's fun. I hope you guys, I mean, you guys obviously, uh, we know some of you guys joined us from Star Wars stuff. We uh, we obviously hope you guys are listening to the Gotham City Rogues, which is super fun to listen to some other nerd stuff. And I'm a huge yeah. sports fan, so... Yes, sir. We decided to drop a little bit of sports stuff. This podcast is becoming uh, a lot more successful than I think we thought it was ever going to be, let it's alone true. this early. So uh, we want to just keep expanding, giving you guys an insight to us because yep. we like spending time with you. So We're doing uh, House of Dragons on the Gotham City Rogues podcast. Coach is uh, going to join Mo and me and uh, good old Noah King Bates, a.k.a. the man attracted to She-Hulk that you guys know, heard last week. We got to get this recording done so I can get to that episode. Oh, that's all I think about all day. Sometimes it's, it's we still got forty five minutes. We're good. Uh, we're we're sitting in there so in much. the pocket. Again, yeah, it's tough for it's tough for Shield. At least it's different days, unlike uh, Kenobi, which seemed to come out at the same time. It's a this little weird like, that if it's Thursday. Or excuse me, I'm talking about She-Hulk now, though. But why is She-Hulk on Thursdays? Did is there know. ever an explanation for that? They just it like freaks me out, dude. I wake up every Wednesday and I turn it on and then I go, "Oh, I'm an idiot. It's not on yet." Uh, I think Sunday night's kind of the move, though, if you're uh, Game of Thrones, because that's when everyone's home, just kind of chilling. Yeah, so. I mean, you get to flex your big HBO muscles. It's fun. Uh, I like. I mean, they've got a lot of good TV. I really like the Rings of Power. I'm. I gotta get on that. Everything. I haven't watched so. the first two episodes yet for uh, Rings of Power. I'm you going should. to. The production value is insane. Like the actual. It's. Well, yeah, Bezos just. Oh my gosh, it's pisses insane. money. So. <laughs> Doesn't he though? Uh, but that makes She-Hulk, I think, kind of have its own little niche right now. I think it's – I'm glad that this is the She-Hulk time 
and not the WandaVision time or like a more serious, like important Marvel yeah. show. I, I feel like it would have felt worse if it was Miss Marvel too. Cause if you, like, I don't know. Just something I mean, about She-Hulk's hitting that, you know, 25 minute episodes, 30 minute episodes, almost all comedy. You get a little bit of world building, but for the most part, it's just kind of like, you want to turn your brain off for half an hour? Do exactly. it. You kind of have a little bit of fun while you wait for the next big show uh, to come out of House of Dragons or something. So I like where it's at. I'm having a lot of fun with it. So let's uh, let's talk about this last week. Like you said, this is all comedy. This is a comedy barrage. It's what it's going for. So I get to eat crow and kind of eat my words when I was concerned that it was just going to get too serious too fast. It It has not. It has a tone. We got to see it's a CGI She Hulk twerking with Meg the Stallion. So that's true. We did. Uh, yeah, did stay, see that. Stay for the uh, after credits, which you should every episode. Uh, yeah, I think every they kept the comedy through everything. They keep the comedy in the drama room, in the courtroom. They keep the in the drama room. Well, they keep, it, you know, they keep the drama well in the courtroom. They keep the the comedy going during like the, the the attack with the boys. Her family has comedy. Everything they do, they keep the comedy rolling, which makes it. Super fun. It's just uh, a superpower sitcom, kind of, really. Yeah, in a lot of ways it is. It does seem – there's like a, a continuing storyline. Um, but for overall, the plot is like whatever. Like I like the courtroom aspect of the day, but I don't know that that, that specific courtroom case is ever going to come back up again. It was sort of the the case for the, the episode. Well, there's two, really. There's two episodes going on. Uh, which courtroom did you care about more? Which drama were you more invested in? I mean, I was invested in the Blonsky stuff. I mean, that was it wasn't even an actual courtroom. That was more just outside of his jail cell. But I was intrigued by that because they had to somehow explain. I loved the tie-in to Shang-Chi. I thought that was fantastic. And the fact that they had to get Wong to come speak for him, that he intentionally broke him out of prison and put him back so against his will. Train. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It, it makes some of the lines in Shang-Chi a little questionable. It's like, when did you tell him not to pull his punches if like you just broke him out for a fight but it is fun and it's it's a good enough explanation especially for a show like this so i, I thought it was intriguing i thought the wong edition was super fun i thought he's as he always is he's just very funny um yeah he kind of is a little detached from reality because he's the sorcerer supreme but he feels <laughs> like the kind of sorcerer supreme that unlike dr strange who like lived a real life and then went to Carmitage. Sometimes it feels like Wong was raised in Carmitage. Which just... isn't entirely accurate, I don't think, but he's uh, been but... around for so long that it's just like, well, I mean, maybe someday we'll get a Wong origin story, but that's a perfect explanation. He's just the perfect amount of dissociated from society. He's just like, yeah, a lot of this is inconsequential. If I screw up bad enough, I can just fix it. <laughs> Which yeah, is, right, I yeah, love good. that about him. Yeah, the couple good references, no, I'm not going to wipe any memories, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so everything about Wong was great. The the fourth wall breaking, talking about Wong and the com- thing was great. Um, I, I, I know you're excited about wall. Wong. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, but don't forget it's my show. I'm like, all right, all right. Is it though? There's a lot of cameos, and including an extra bonus one, Megan Thee Stallion in this one, which she didn't give away, which is fun. Uh, I maintain, every time they break the fourth wall, it makes me laugh, so... You know, they're doing it a little less than this. this yeah, but you said wanted, you said but. six to ten. I said like three to four, and it seems to be sitting on that cusp every time. Just because you're right doesn't mean it's better that way. It could, you know. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, but it's been fun. I really liked the weird light elf thing. I it was obvious every time oh, God, that, that was it so was funny. the light elf faking it, <laughs> but that made it 
even funnier. And she's just so like bubbly every time she does it. It just kind of makes me laugh. I'm yeah, about it, it kind of makes me feel sad that like, how old do you have to be to look that old as an Asgardian? Consider Thor is thousands of years old, you know? Yeah, what did she has she? Oh, yeah. Well, I guess yeah, it is weird, right? Because his mom did look older. It looked like his mom. And obviously, she, we got Odin himself is looking like an old man, but he's also Odin, so. Yeah, you got to be around forever to get old, I guess. It is interesting, the the mythos, actually, if you think about it, the fact that she's a light elf really means she shouldn't be an Asgardian because Asgards are Asgardians, not elves. Elves are their own, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It she lives in New Asgard. I think she might have gotten, maybe she wasn't in Asgard, but then she said she was. I don't know, man. I think I they were just having the, fun. <laughs> I laughed at the like whole Asgard is not a place. It's a people. Oh my god! Yeah, we're not we're not doing that here. Thor's motivational speech. speeches are not admissible in court. <laughs> like, let's go. Uh, that is funny. It is an interesting diplomatic immunity uh, question, but that doesn't work if you're not inside of a, a place. Yeah, it was fascinating. I had fun with it. Uh, the weird boyfriend guy is uh, super the worst, but God, I laughed every time they talked about him. And he's just like his introductions, like. What? No, it is a big deal. What kind of office doesn't have Red Bull? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that guy was a major tool the whole time. And, like, I love how she had to testify against him saying that he's just, (laughs) he would be that guy to be stupid enough to fall for that big of a catfishing. Yeah, and he think there's any uh, any correlation between the release of the Manti Teo documentary on Netflix and this at the same time? No, but that is a wild story. Uh, <laughs> that is a wild story. That it's a good Netflix doc. Uh, I enjoyed talked it. about more often. But yeah, that guy's super douche. Super love him. Uh, I like the whole um, talking about She-Hulk and they did a lot of very meta look at like superhero fans when they were just like, oh, they took away Hulk's manhood and they and they gave yep. it to this woman. It's yep. just like, yeah, that's how that works. And uh, I, yeah, movies are getting better and better I'm about understanding. They just, took, they just took tweets that were about the She-Hulk casting. Yes, and then they just posted them in the She-Hulk show. As that's literally about. what they did on the the Harley Quinn uh, cartoon on HBO Max. They just had they two nerds yeah. in the basement that was essentially just reading tweets that had come out against them, which is hilarious, and I love it. That show is really funny. I love uh, that show. I watch it every time. I, every time I can. Every I'm Thursday. Uh, but yeah, I, I had fun with all that stuff. Is there any, any particular joke that you remember that kind of stuck out to you? Uh, not jokes. I mean, he's got the silly nonchalant, like, oh yeah, I have six girlfriends. And then there's the, the tabloids where they were just taking everything she said out of context and said she was, you know, pregnant with abominations, baby and showing oh, up bump yeah. and all that. That's a stuff. funny joke. She's when she's not being she Hulk. She's very funny. She's very chill. Uh, so I like that scene with her in the bar. They uh they did the, the one joke I liked was the when she fourth wall broke and she goes connecting the A and B story, nice nice yeah that was very funny yeah. that was, that was meta jokes the meta that's jokes are the best man that's how sitcom does it uh I did want to get your opinion on this because I feel it every time I watch the CGI for She Hulk specifically it just throws me off I don't like it it feels weak yeah I mean. I don't even they know she... made improvements apparently, but it's like I don't know. There's just like some next level that they just I think didn't it's, hit. It's that she feels like she's not there, whereas like when Abomination turned into Abomination, I kind of felt like Abomination was there. But when she's She-Hulk, it just never feels like she's really there. It feels like she's on like some green screen room or something, which is what she actually is. That's where everyone is. But it just right. feels weird. It throws me off. So I don't know. I don't know. It's definitely not anything they're gonna fix, and who cares? It's just a comedy show. But it does throw me off. 
Yeah, I mean, are we hitting a point where things, I mean, clearly these are less important. That doesn't make them less good stories, I don't think. But it is interesting that we're we're getting to the point where they're just telling stories within the universe and not everything needs to be a multi-million dollar blockbuster. Yeah, I, I mean, I like it. I feel like people have been joking about it for 10 years. Oh, wouldn't it be so good to just have a show that was just about this person eating sushi? Like, yeah, probably not. But this is probably as close as we're going to get is She-Hulk right now. Like, right. This is as close to just like, no, nah, we're just going to have a show. We're just going to mess around and kind of do stuff and have fun with it. Um, I like the law stuff. Like we said, I kind of like the courtroom drama. I liked the loophole to get Bronski out. That was like a classic courtroom show. I'm just having a conversation with one of my friends, and it triggers a really clever idea that I can use. Like, oh, I could just inhibit his powers. Like, oh, yeah, that's clutch. Mm-hmm. Inhibiting so, his powers would do it. I like that stuff. Good solution, yeah. Love me some after credit scene. That's kind of a fun thing they've done every week. We already mentioned it, but pretty cool. The fact that they just embrace that completely and they're like, let's do do humor. Did you see her her little interview about it? I don't believe so. I saw it, but I didn't listen to it. The actress apparently is a huge fan of Megan Thee Stallion and kind of everyone on staff knows it's like her all-time favorite artist and stuff. So they they didn't tell her that that she was going to show up because they knew that it would distract her all week so nice. they just kind of like did it but then the line i would kill for you megan the stallion they did it because they they've heard her say it before or something like that like, <laughs> They're like that's a little far <laughs> so they they threw that's it very in. funny and really that line is that really makes funny it better the way she says it She's yeah just, i would kill for you megan the stallion like it's it's funny to think that, like, even a superhero would still have like you know you'd Slugs still worship an artist yep. it's the same thing with like athletes right like certain athletes probably get geeked out to see leo and you're like dude you're like Peyton Manning, you know that, right? <laughs> yeah, but like, have you seen The Revenant? <laughs> oh, that's a good movie. Oscar Leo. What do we think of this? Uh, we'll get one semi-serious conversation at the end here. What do we think about the uh, this plot that they sort of set up? These guys trying to steal her blood. Uh, they sort of attack. Oh, her yeah, I forgot to even mention it. This was our appearance of the the Wrecking Crew, I believe they're called. Noah yeah, called just... it weeks ago. Um, yeah, obviously, they're uh, they did a very humorous version of them. They're mostly known for just like screwing up New York, and then people got to go fix it. And then like Daredevil's got to fight them as a B story within his you know Kingpin story type of thing, where they're not important, but they're there and they never seem to go away. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they're going to be funny. I like their like reveal of the, the weird Asgardian weapons. <laughs> Yeah, then she just tuned him up with it. Didn't matter. And then yeah, the needle breaking on her uh, Hulk skin, classic stuff right there. It sounds like another superhero serum thing. You know, at some point they are going to get her blood. I will bet, and she'll have to fight off some other Hulks. Maybe they'll be giant Hulk dogs. Big Hulk cloud. I I hope not. Where they just call them as shadows and have the Necro Blade, and Christian Bale shows up for some reason. Wouldn't yeah, do it, he right? Sucked. He was the worst. Uh, I think we can agree with that. We're gonna we're gonna say that that's terrible. Yeah, I don't know that I'm I'm not super interested in that, but I don't think I care. I don't care that I'm not interested in the plot at all. I just like yeah, it's one of those I'm rare fine. times where you're just like yeah, like I said, you turn off your brain and you watch the episode. It's right. not a big deal. It's just like yeah, that was a fun thing. Like I don't know if your wife's watching it with you, but my wife's watching it. We have fun laughing at some stuff for yeah, twenty five minutes, thirty minutes, and turn it back off. If you think about it, I never like 
got mad the, when I was growing up. Like, oh, Family Guy. I wonder what's going to happen next. You just kind of like watch the next episode of Family Guy, and it's funny. Yep. Kind of and then you never with. really watch it again unless it's one of the best ones ever. And yeah, you just kind of like one offs. That was fun. Glad we had a good time. It's like Saturday morning cartoons as a kid. Do we trust Abomination? That's one. That's that's one yeah. thing I'm emotionally care about. I emotionally, I don't trust him. You don't think so? I don't, I don't. I think he's gonna go off to his, you know, island and whatever. We're not gonna see go. him again. I mean, there's a chance that he gets recruited for like the Thunderbolts later on. Maybe that's like a post credit oh, for the last right. episode yeah, or something. But right. like, I don't think he's doing anything in this show other than eventually being set free. Do you think he'd ever get set free in like in real life? In our no. world right now, if we had superheroes, some guy could turn Well, he's the equivalent. I mean, he's not quite a serial killer, but he's pretty similar to, like, a serial killer. He killed a lot of people in that, you know, destruction thing. I mean, a bomber, I guess, would be a better comp between the two. It's just, like, those guys don't really leave jail much. <laughs> They're kind of yeah, just... You could argue. And this guy's legal argument was, like, okay. It's like, well, actually, like, the government made me do it, and then I kind of turned into a monster, like... Well, yeah, the country. Yeah, but he told the story different than obviously it wasn't the movie. So, but just like in general, I, I feel like in real life we would just kill that guy. Like if this happened in real life. Good chance someone yeah. could turn into a monster and we caught him. We would just cut their heads off and we would be like, eh, you know. Of, are we ever gonna get? Uh, I forgive me, hardcore Hulk fans, but I can't think of his name. At the end of the Incredible Hulk, what's his face gets a cut on his forehead oh, and then no, the no. the. Brady, you're back. Okay, we're not going to ever get him? You don't think so? Think the big so. brain? I, I used to know his name, but it's been a while. I don't think so. At this point, Hulk's never going to have his own show. Well, that's Mark Ruffalo's been teasing World War Hulk like crazy lately. It's I mean, maybe it's just because he's getting asked more often. I don't know. I don't. I don't foresee it. Maybe it'll happen at D23 this week. We'll see. Oh, um, maybe this is a tabloid a thing. But side note, uh, because of the universal thing, Submariner, the actor, apparently didn't know how to swim until they did this movie. Might just be a tabloid piece, but if that's true, that's hilarious. It happens, man. Hey, I had a lot of kids I worked with at camp. 15, 17. No. Yeah, but how many of them are playing essentially Aquaman <laughs> in maybe, a Marvel movie? Maybe one or two of them, not, you know, in their own Fair free enough. time. But it happens. You live you live in a big city. There's nothing around. Got It is what it is. You probably should have tried out for like. Yeah, I'm not making fun of anyone for not knowing how to swim. I just yes, think there's, there's irony for him. Just, I think you know, deep down. Yep. Deep you're down, probably right. You, you hate women. I think it's kind of what we were getting at. Hmm. There. Not sure where that jump came from, but, you know, oh, it's that's all I think about all the time. Uh, fake news. Yeah, fake news. I did see something famous uh, yeah, about football. I do like the uh, they continue the sexualization of She-Hulk. Get over it. And it's intentional it. and uh, I don't know, revered. It seems like people seem to be having a good time. They're like, this is this is cool. Like women probably see it as a little bit empowering. Guys see it, you know, kind of funny in this aspect. It's just like, yeah, cool. Let them do their thing. Who cares? Yeah, I'm just not gonna. I'm not. I don't. Anytime I see someone say something about it, like, oh yeah, well, it's so stupid. They're just sexualizing. It. Yeah, well, get over it. That's what we yeah. do. Yeah, have you right? have you ever read a comics naked. forum? Like, <laughs> you just gotta go to any comics forum ever, and that's all they do with female characters. They just talk about like, oh, you with male characters. Uh, yeah, what size bra do you think she wears? <laughs> Stuff like that. That's just what weirdos. I would do. love. To, I would. Lo- Marvel. I hope you watch that clip right there. I'll send you the video of it, and you put it in the next episode of She Hulk. Oh, oh yeah. Josh Kennedy from Facebook going, "What's this bra she wearing?" <laughs> <laughs> 
That'd be great. Laugh. Oh. Um, Plug Marvel that, Stuff Podcast, though. You got a copyright there right at the bottom. So we make sure we get just get blown up by yep. Feige. Or we just that text was, to Feige, you know. Clearly, we have his number. I will tell Feige that he should put it in, but he hasn't returned any of my texts since I bashed um, nothing. I the Eternals? I bashed something? The Eternals? Yeah, that's okay. Black know. Widow prior to oh, that. Oh, yeah. I do hate Black Widow. But Feige, come on, man. Step your game up. Well, I have nothing else to say. Well, I'll we didn't you. do the the E or D23 thing. We were going to do that off top, and then we oh, didn't. Yes, D23 is coming up. It's going to be fun. Uh, there's a lot of things that we're going to watch. A lot of things we there's a couple things we know about for sure, right? Yeah, I pretty mean, much. I mean, I, as far as I know, is now it's confirmed that they were getting they were getting the new Guardians trailer because apparently it was shown at Comic Con, but the CG wasn't quite finished for that. If they haven't finished it by now, then like they're not going to. So I imagine to the public, we're going to get the new Guardians trailer. Got a couple new video games that are getting trailers. Not one that's known. The only thing I know is it's a team up game. I listened to a couple of video game podcasts and they're like, they don't know what team. So it could be like a Fantastic Four. It could be like an X-Men. Who knows? But I'm excited to uh, see what gets revealed. I love video game news because it means you're not going to see it for three and a half years. So, Well, they know about that. Yeah, I mean, the actual game probably is a little ways away, but they're at least going to announce what it is. Oh, hey, Potter's never coming out. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I love video games, um, especially games of property that I know. So that's always more exciting to me than I think even some movie news, partially because we kind of always have hints of what's happening there. We'll be excited. I'm excited to talk about it. I'm excited to watch all the stuff. Um, again, I wish I was there. But again, Do you think they're going to reveal more than they did at Comic-Con or about even? I mean, they're trying to blow up their spot as far as having D23 be like the new con. I think we'll learn more about the things we already know and we'll get one more movie reveal. I think we'll get one more movie we'll get added to the timeline. I'm just curious how deep the panel's going to go. Like, are we going to be able to pull all the stars for D23? Probably. I mean. Enough of them. Yeah, it'll be fun for the people who are there. And it'll be, I think it's going to be a worthwhile event for us to cover. I think we'll have enough interesting things to talk about when it's done. Um, I don't want to speculate on what we are. Fingers crossed. Maybe we uh, get to go next year. I mean, you guys keep sharing with your friends this good old podcast. And maybe we'll get a nice uh, little press badge and have some fun with that. We're getting there. We're getting closer. We're getting there. Episode. Uh, we appreciate you guys hanging out. Uh, we know these She-Hulk episode reviews are short, but the episodes are short. And uh, like we said, I don't want to get into too much news because that's what all next week's going to be about. I don't yep. talk about things that we've already seen and describe them in theory. So see you guys next week. Uh, try not to have too much fun without us. Um, I'm going to be off the Facebook page probably most of the time I'm at the bachelor party from Thursday on. So I'm not going to have yeah, any news. Your boy, will, uh, your boy will stay on it and keep the memes running until Saturday when I join and you boys. There we go. That's what I love it. All right, guys. Try not to have too much fun without us. Love you. Watch Gotham City Rogues. Watch the Sports Stuff podcast. Share. Like. We love you. Peace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.